0: By Lex Podcast. I am here with Reagan. Reagan, do you want to introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are before we dive into our very, very interesting topic that we're going to talk about today?
1: Uh, So, I'm Reagan. I am a graduate student. Uh, This is originally why me and Alexis became very good friends. (laughs) Uh, So, I'm getting my master's in neuroscience currently, and I did my bachelor's degree in exercise science with a rehab concentration. Uh, So, I've been around the fitness block for a while. Uh, and so now I live up in Colorado.
0: Yeah. when we were just talking, she's studying for the MCAT right now. And I was like, oof. I feel for that. Like I, I went through that stage of where like, I was like, okay, I'm going to be pre-med. I'm going to do this, this, this. I bought the MCAC study books, which are freaking expensive.
2: They are and then I
0: never even took the plastic off of them. Never <laughs> and sold them to like one of my neighbors. Cause I was like, Nope, just kidding. This is not the route for me. Oh, yeah. so, all power <laughs> to you for doing that.
2: It's a lot, but it's
1: eventually going to be worth it. Two degrees oh. later. <laughs>
0: One thousand percent. I keep telling myself that. Like we're both so close to be done with grad school, and y'all seen my stories and Instagram stuff lately? Like the stress is real. I don't know if you can see behind me my affirmation mirror that I posted words on it.
1: (laughs) It's okay. We all need a little bit of encouragement,
0: dude. I used to have them like just on my mirror in my bathroom, like little sticky notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like I need a lot more on a daily basis, and I look in that mirror way more. And so I was like, I'm just gonna cover it in Exo marker and like affirmations because that's what cute girl needs right now. So that's what I'm gonna
1: do. I get that. (laughs) Completely (laughs) understand that. You just need a little bit of like, little self motivation in the morning.
0: Oh, oh my gosh, so much, And especially to even like have the motivation to, to do schoolwork anymore. Like I'm sure you're like you're very similar. Like hitting online school is rough. It's rough. (laughs) It's rough.
1: Online school is actually terrible. I get very tired of sitting at my desk because I have my desk upstairs and then Tim has his desk downstairs, like in his actual office. (laughs) And so we see each other like in the morning for coffee. And then we see each other at night (laughs) for supper and that's it.
0: (laughs) Yep. There you go. Perfect. And I don't know about you, but like online, I cannot focus.
1: I can't can't
0: focus with crap.
1: I know. I keep telling myself, I'm like, it's not a fake masters, but it feels like a fake
0: master's. It definitely feels like a fake masters. Like this is all a movie and it's going to end soon. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's going to end soon. And they're going to hand me a piece of paper. Actually, and they're going to mail it to me because we don't even get to walk. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, um, so she got to walk in undergrad. So I'll take one of them. Yeah. So we were- don't have to buy a cap and gown. So. <laughs>
0: Well, there you go. See, I actually just bought my cap and gown last week, Um, but we get to walk because they decided that we're going to do it in the football stadium, which Jordan is like massive. So there's like plenty of space for everyone. We don't have any limit on guests either this year, which is like kind of nice because like all my grandparents want to come and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. but um, it's big enough in the stadium that everyone can like spread out and obviously like the vaccines and stuff are going out. So hopefully things will be better, but.
1: hopefully, um, I'm hoping that everything is like more back to normal by, May, because it's like, I'm used to being in Texas, and then coming to Colorado, it was so different. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm so (laughs) so (laughs) different. Two different worlds. Oh, yeah, it's great. Well, I mean, we're in the spring, so it's not as bad, Mm -hmm. but it's like, we've, I've got friends in Denver and stuff, and I'm just like, nothing's open still, which is crazy (laughs) to me
0: girl I know it's like it's even so different for me whenever I'm like in North Carolina at home versus like being down here in Alabama like mm-hmm. they're both the south but everything's yeah. open in Alabama like nothing's going on nothing's happening like just complete new world and then things are so closed at home but I'm like whoa like what's happening <laughs> it's so it's different
1: insane I'm ready to go back to like normal normal Oh, you and me both I want a concert so dang bad oh, I know, right that's what I I also think that's one of the two, my top two things I miss about Texas is the food and live music. Yep.
0: See, I'm, I'm an outdoor country concert kind of girl in the summer and Mm -hmm. I missed it last summer and this summer
1: I'm like, I really need that back in my life, please. Just a little bit. Just like, I (laughs) want to stand away from everyone. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh,
0: Exactly. Well, you guys, today we're going to be talking about diet culture, which is something that I've touched on a lot in other episodes, but I was texting Reagan yesterday and was like, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? What do you want to do? And I mentioned diet culture and she was like, oh, I've been around the block. I've done it all. Let's dive into it. So why don't you tell us a little bit how your fitness journey started because you're all over like filming and doing workouts and stuff all the time and so like how did you really get into the gym and wanting to do workouts and film yourself and start an Instagram and stuff even
1: um I was an athlete in high school so I played softball I was a cheerleader I played volleyball for a little bit but I'm all a five foot two so that didn't last long
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey a for
1: effort (laughs) back row only no front row for me (laughs) um and then I came to college so I went to Texas State down in San Marcos which is like 30 minutes south of Austin. And I gained the freshman 15 because oh. I was like, I can eat whatever. And the dining hall is always open.
2: <laughs> and
1: ironically, the dining hall was like, it went my dorm, and you walked past the dining hall to get to the wreck. And I was like, well, this is rude. Okay. <laughs> not
0: okay. Yeah, no, my freshman dorm was very similar, except I was across the street from like Russell House, which at USC, like that's like our student center where the dining and everything is. Mm-hmm. It took me all of 30 seconds to get there.
1: Oh, yeah, because it was right outside your front door. So, right. exactly. And of course, <laughs> like dining halls never have, they have that one section in the middle of where it's like, you can get a banana, an apple, and an orange. And then the rest of it is like, Pasta or hamburgers, and
2: it's always something that smells
1: like it never looks good, but it tastes delicious for some reason. Because that's from
2: their college.
0: (laughs) That, like, you're so right about there's like that one section where they're like, you could have this option,
1: but
0: here's all the other stuff.
1: But then we have all of these, and then every single campus has a Chick fil A, and a Dunkin', and a Starbucks. And I'm just like, "Mm," hmm, we walked by. I think it was my functional biology class was in the same building as Einstein's bagels. It was, I was like a-
0: literally going to be like, Einstein's was like everyone's go-to. Like the line was so long oh, yeah. and there was one in like every single building on campus. Like why did we need five Einsteins on campus? That's not
1: necessary. Or the, there's always a Panda Express, always a Panda oh, Express. Yeah. Yep. And then we had like Freshens, I think it was, and it was like smoothies. Like cool. So we have one smoothie place, and then we have fifteen fast food places. Yeah. We have um, like.
0: We had, like, this pizza place. Oh, my God. I can't remember what it was called, but, like, everyone went there. And it was either, like, pizza or pasta. And it was, like, that, and then Einstein's, and then there was an ice cream place, like, right over. So it was, like, the triangle of death, pretty much. Like, everyone was just, like, that's where everyone would go. Like, you'd ignore all the other stuff because that was just. Oh,
1: yeah. We didn't need it. Like, it was, I had pizza, pasta. What else do I need, really? There's ice cream downstairs. We're good. Right? It was, like, and there was a. This is what saved me. though. we had a little HEB that was like down the street from campus. So if you were good, then you could go to the HEB and go get like one of like the ready-made salad things and go actually grab lunch there yeah. and then walk back. But who wants to do that? Why would I get off campus? Yeah. <laughs> why would I do that? That's extra work.
0: <laughs> Literally, and and for me too. Like my freshman fifteen came from like I was in a sorority and we had sorority houses and in our houses we had chefs and so like. I would either be 30 seconds from my dorm where the food was, or like I studied at the sorority house because we had like big study rooms.
1: I was always so jealous of y'all. Y'all had like your houses and chefs and stuff like that. I was
2: like, yeah.
0: shout out chef B. Like he was awesome. And he was very, he's amazing cook. He was like one of the chefs at like one of the Mexican restaurants in Colombia And like, so we got like taco Tuesdays so, with like queso and stuff. But there was always food at the house and so like I even when I was just down there studying I'd like walk through the line get a plate of something mm-hmm. snack on it as I'm eating like because it's there <laughs> right. and then I didn't have like that guidance too it was my first year like living away from home to like oh you can't yeah. like eat 500 meals a day <laughs> you can't yeah. you can't graze you're not you're not like, like you can't do that but um no so I'm I was definitely in the same situation that you were where it was like you get to college yeah. and you go a little
1: nuts It's college. You can do whatever you want. And then of course, like, so I am one of the outliers that I did not drink until halfway through my freshman year of college. Wow. And so then I discovered alcohol. And of course it wasn't like, (laughs) it wasn't anything that was like, we didn't have white cloth whenever I was a freshman. Oh, where were those? We had Four Loco and Bud Light. Like, where were the (laughs) white (laughs) cloths? We didn't have White Club. We had Four logo. We had Bud Light. We always had uh, Smirnoff. I remember the first thing I ever drank was a Smirnoff Ice, and I think I had two of them and went to bed.
0: <laughs> okay, wait. Also, the the straw and the lime yes. release so sugary, so so sugary. Oh my gosh! But that was like a thing. Like,
1: oh yeah, it was. It's just what we drink. And then I remember it was New Year's and. I made the horrible mistake of. It was like the minute made lemonade and raspberry vodka. Love that. I Love can't that. smell raspberry vodka anymore. <laughs> well, was it like vodka oh, or I'm Because I'm pretty sure that's one of the two. Oh, it was vodka all the way. <laughs> yeah, all the way. <laughs> oh, totally. And then I was a. You were an authority. I was a D suite. Was kind of like a sorority it was like we worked with the athletic department
0: okay yeah
1: And but we had date parties and we had his house sororities at formal we had casual and so we would all go down to the frio and get in a cabin for the weekend and just float and not like we couldn't already float in San Marcos but we just went down to the frio and float and drink all weekend huh? <laughs> and it uh-huh. was just like it was the college culture that that's what we did
2: oh, yeah
0: oh yeah I had plenty of like especially the fraternities were way different than the sororities. They would do like the away weekends while sorority right. events were like one night, like just yeah. like a party that night or something. But the yeah. fraternity events where you'd go like all weekend, you'd go like on a bender and then you Ooh. also like, you don't eat healthy when you're like drinking. So Absolutely. much. No, you so chicken
1: nuggets and
2: pizza,
0: literally so much pizza because that's also the cheapest thing that the fraternity would get. It would be like, okay, let's just get 30 boxes of pizza and put it in the house and see who goes at it. Right. Like,
1: it's like oh. whenever they have meetings on campus and it's like, there's free food. And it's like, was it pizza? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly.
1: Oh and that God. would be
0: the only source of nutrients. It'd be pizza and beer. And then you're like, okay, where's the water? I need a veggie.
1: I, hate, I need anything. And then you get back and you're like, I'm craving green.
0: I would like want to crunch on romaine lettuce. Like I literally just need anything that like hydrates yeah. me and vitamins. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then of course we were freshmen in college and it's like, I look back on... What I ate and how I worked out, and I was like, "You were an exercise science major, and no <laughs> one told you
2: <laughs> how to
1: do it."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I was in exercise science and psych, so like, no yeah. one told me, "Okay, hey Lex, this isn't good for your mental health, or like physically, you are dwindling. Like, what's
1: happening?" Yeah. so like, and well, it was crazy because it's like you gain that freshman fifteen, and then I look back at, I guess it was my sophomore year I was like I gained my freshman 15 then I look back at my sophomore year and I was the stick person and I'm like how did you do that Uh and then I I think about it I'm like well not it wasn't healthy Uh -uh. like it was all week it'd be I'd be good during the week and I would eat nothing basically and it was always a salad I hate salads now too because of that you
0: like ruin them for yourself
1: oh yeah because I'm like why would I just eat greens (laughs) because it was like it wouldn't be anything good it wouldn't have like any chicken or anything and it would just be like lettuce yeah and some tomatoes which I don't even like tomatoes but I ate them for some reason because they (laughs) were healthy (laughs) and then on the weekend we would go to tailgate and we would drink anything that anyone gave us Mm because our favorite kind is free it's our favorite type of alcohol (laughs) Hey, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just ate whatever, like anyone was cooking at tailgate, which is normally burgers or hot dogs. Uh And then you're walking
0: around and it's like a dirty bun. You're still eating it. yeah, I'm still (laughs) eating it because
1: I'm drunk and I don't care.
0: (laughs) Exactly. No, that's so funny that like, I saw a meme or something about like USC and it was like, if you've ever eaten a hot dog from the frat lots at USC, like you're, you're safe from the COVID vaccine or something like
2: that. Oh, yeah. I was like, is the has on no the on you. well, that's like we used to have.
1: Whenever I was there, if anyone listening to this is from Texas state, I don't think <laughs> it's, it's not there anymore, but uh, we used to have Valentino's on the square and they would stay open until three. So an hour after the bars closed and they would sell pizza by the slice. Oh. Because we eventually got like a Gumby's, which if you're anywhere in South Texas and you haven't had Gumby's, it's amazing. If <laughs> uh, for some reason they have the best ranch. I don't... <laughs> hey, <laughs> I ranch is the
0: best combo.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And like eventually we got a Gumby's that was right next to the square and they stayed open until I think 3.30 or 4 a.m. We also had a Jimmy John's, so you had all of your drunk food in one place.
0: Oh yeah. And then Jimmy John's stays open until like 3 a.m. Like they'll stay open yeah. as long as people are coming in. <laughs>
1: Yeah. They're like,
2: well, it's five in
1: the morning. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. Sure. I'll sure. make a sale.
1: Yeah. Anything. It's fine. Yeah. Oh my God. And I went through that, I think until I went through that same cycle of like eating health, quote unquote, healthy during the week and then binging on the weekends because of frat parties and tailgates and everything else. And meanwhile, my grades totally suffered because of this. I was just looking at my transcript yesterday and I was like, mm, you can tell whenever I've made frat friends. Okay. That's fun oh it was so bad I like I had to add up my like GPAs and stuff the other oh, day until yeah. can that year please like let's just I'm like in 2016 don't know them no
0: literally don't no I'm pretty sure the year that like I was like went on went frat weekends like every weekend and stuff and like really got into like the frat groupie type thing I failed a class so I can relate yeah,
1: <laughs> I to it- retake one I look back at it, and of course, it, was, it wasn't it was anything that was like a blowout class. It was like Chem 2 or something like that. I'm like, I need that. Okay, well that sucks.
0: Mine was anatomy, too. So anatomy and fizz. So anyone out there listening that thinks you have to pass every class with an A to go to graduate school or medical school or anything, you don't. We're here no. to prove
1: it. <laughs> it's a lie.
0: We're here to prove it. You can make mistakes. It's okay. I,
1: I looked at, like, whenever I applied to grad school, so I applied to three grad schools, two and... I really thought, so I applied to UC Austin for like, it was like a master's in kinesiology. And I'm over here, like I got all these extra pre-med classes. I graduated like free rehab. And I was like, okay, this is like my, my safe school. Oh no, rejected. (laughs) Then I applied (laughs) to UT Health San Antonio, which is where I did my research. And so it's like, I did all my Parkinson's disease research at that hospital. Like, I know one of the the neuro residents and I was like, yeah, I'll, I should be good here. I should be okay. Rejected. No. <laughs> and then I applied to UTD like on a whim because they had a neuro program. And so it's like, okay, well, I did my research in neuro. Like, I think that this will be good. I had absolutely no plan of like actually getting in there. And that's the one school that I got into. And it just so happens, like I'm from just North of Dallas. And so I was like, well, that's God working. Okay. This is fine.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, well, because it's like, I, and I'll be the first to say, like, I graduated my undergrad with a solid two point nine, two point nine eight 2.98 GPA. Good stuff.
2: There you go. Hey, yeah. okay.
1: But I mean, like, now I'm in my master's and I'm at before, let's see, like, right now before the semester's over, I've been 3.79. Hey, that's pretty good. So I was like, okay, cool. We just needed to, like, be away from all of the <laughs>
0: You know what, I talk about it all the time because like, no, did I graduate from USC with a 4.0? Absolutely not. But like, I also had the best time and the best experiences oh, yeah. and so it's like, I would much rather have those experiences than have a perfect 4.0 and like, oh, yeah. I
2: would not I'm still
0: making it to my goals and doing what I said I was going to do. I just also yeah. have a good time along the way.
1: Yeah, we just so happen to have like, one of my, so my best friend is in medical school right now. I think me and her we had a very good time, like, <laughs> and it's because we were both pre-med, and so it's like, what, in anyone that is pre-med in the science, any STEM people, for some reason, y'all are crazy.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like, they party the hardest, because uh-huh. during the week, you're at the library 24-7, you're doing nothing but school, and then it comes to, like, Friday night and Saturday, and I'm like,
0: no, I'm calling you, us STEM know. people, honestly, you're crazy for picking it,
1: yeah. and like,
0: okay. I, I can relate because I, I did too. in all, yeah. all six years of my schooling, I've been STEM, trust me. <laughs> but
1: it's we like, understand why you're crazy. But
0: yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. So oh, yeah. so when did that transition between like, okay, like, I've got I've to gotta get my health under control?
1: I think it was my junior year because I <laughs> plagued myself and I switched to pre-med my junior year of college. Literally had one year left and I was like, Yeah, I want to be a doctor, totally. That sounds like a great idea. (laughs) I was gonna be a physical therapist. My
0: advisor was
1: like, What are you doing? (laughs) Like, what's out? My my pre PT advisor was the nicest lady I've ever met in my entire life. I love her to death. She was wonderful. And she was like, If you wanna do that, then do that. I think this is our plan. And then my pre med advisor was like, No. (laughs) She's like, What are you doing? Yeah, she was like, leave my office and I was like, bye. And I switched it my junior year. And for some reason, I guess I just flipped a switch. And I was like, okay, you have bigger goals now. And you need to get your life together. Because it was like, then I started taking all of these pre-med classes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I had taken Gen Chem 1 and 2 and like their labs. And I took regular bio. I took anatomy. And I came out like ex-phys, I think was one of our hardest like pre-PT classes and i was like okay like i got this and then i got into organic chemistry girl i'm in it now i know i feel for <laughs> I'm sure. <in> it now. <laughs> oh and it is I, not fun oh no i am not even kidding you i am so not proud of this i took ochem one three times <gasps> don't tell
2: me that
1: and i was her like semester,
0: no and that's i actually had a meeting with my professor this morning because i told her because i'm not doing too hot like I'm passing, but I'm not doing too hot. Was- also, I'm not one of those students that like, I'm okay with just passing. So I get a little bit of anxiety yeah. whenever it comes to that. And so I wanted to have a meeting with her to calm my nerves. Um, yeah. so I did. And I told her, I was like, I literally don't even need a grade for this class. Like I just yeah. need a pass fail. I need the credit to have it on my transcript. Cause it's yeah. not part of my graduate degree. It's literally a prereq for everything I've already taken. Right. And she was like, you will have at least an S, which is like our pass fail here at Auburn. Yeah. Like we do unsatisfactory or satisfactory, so it's an S. Yeah. And I was like, I need at least an S. She's like, you're okay. And I was
1: like, okay, okay, thank you. But those are good professors though. That's like if it makes you feel better, I do not so I'm taking I have three classes. I do not have grades for two of them. Like they just don't have any grades in. Not a one.
0: I'm the same way right now. Like I've taken three exams and I'm like where are my grades are or not that... campus? Like where are they at?
1: Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Because I don't know what I have. The only grade that I have is like in our neurofarm class. And I'm like, I'm skating about a solid 90. And I'm like, sweet.
0: I swear it's COVID. Like, even our professors are like, screw it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, but like, I was dumb into organic chemistry in the summer. And I was also like working to, because so I worked two jobs all through my undergrad. Uh And so it's like, I had. Okay, oh, one. And so our summer sessions are only a month at a time. It's like you have summer one and summer two. And it's like, you either take it all in June or all in July.
0: Yeah. Ours were at USC.
1: Oh yeah. And so it's like the first time I took it, I wanted to drop, but apparently the drop deadline for summer classes is literally a week after you start the class. I'm like, we haven't even taken it. It's only month. four weeks long. <laughs> yeah. And so I took it summer one and I failed, literally have an F on my transcript. And I cried for a week. And <laughs> because I'm one of those people that associates yeah. myself worth with my grades. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, well, I'll just take it again in summer too. Also terrible idea. Cause I was doing the same thing. I don't know why insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's. You probably thought
0: like, oh, okay. I've already been through it once. I have a little bit of knowledge. Maybe I'll just yeah. get on more this time. And
1: Which I, I do. Know. I passed. But oh, I was no. like. <laughs> But I was like, okay, I passed. I'm like, I need to do better. So I finally retook it like in the fall and got a B. And then I took OCHEM two one time and got a B. And I was like, I just needed to get the, I just need more time.
0: (laughs) I only need one semester of OCHEM. I don't need the second one, thank gosh. So I'm just like getting through it this semester.
1: Yeah, just just get through it, just get it done.
0: Yeah, I can totally relate with like, especially junior year, it hits and you're like, crap, I've got to get my crap together.
1: Yeah, like I need to get my life together and so then yeah. I started like actually taking myself serious in the gym because our rec we actually had a really nice rec to where it was like two stories we had the track up top and we had a nice like weight room downstairs we had a basketball court and so it was but I felt victim to the um the Instagram workouts where everyone just did a bunch of cardio and no one ever picked up a weight and it's like and I used to like I was an athlete in high school. I'm like, I know how to be in the weight room. I kind of know what I'm doing. And my dad was a coach. He would think I know more of what I'm doing. And then I did CrossFit whenever I was like a freshman in high school. So it was like, I knew how to use weights, but I just didn't know how to use them in front of other people. Uh-huh. And so, right. I like, <laughs> oh yeah. And so I would take my, my weights over into the corner and just be by myself and like me and my dumbbells and like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. But then I would do so much cardio. I mean, I was on the Stairmaster. I was doing two miles a day. And then I decided I was going to do the chicken, brown rice, and broccoli diet.
0: I was going to go there. I was going to go there because that's literally where I went. Um, I think mine hit a little bit earlier in like sophomore year because I didn't only gain the freshman 15. I gained, I gained like the freshman 30. Like it was ridiculous. And that was also the amount of time when I was like figuring out my celiac disease. But so mm-hmm. now looking back on it, I wish I would have had more a little bit more slack on myself but I was so strict on myself then and like you guys have heard my story how I'd like restricted down to like 800 calories a day but I did the same thing that you that you're talking about I literally only had broccoli chicken and rice like I bought a George Foreman so I could cook my chicken every single day like that's all I wanted to have and this was like right before I went vegetarian um mm-hmm. and I was running like I, I prided myself on this saying 5k a day like I legit ran at least a 5k every single day this is like Sunday through Sunday through Sunday like every single day nine days a week and then like some days like on Saturdays I was like going six miles like I would be at the gym
1: because you had to run off all the beer that you were going to drink later
0: exactly exactly and I literally thought that I had to run off everything that I was eating like I thought my calories had to net at zero like that's where I was at I, I was convinced that
1: was the way it worked. Well, because no one else told us different, because all of social media, whenever you and me were in undergrad, it's like, I'm so jealous of people now who are, like, girls now that are going through college, where it's like... You- y'all have so much more positivity thrown at y'all
2: I and see. it's like ours was like how small can you make yourself
0: yeah I know exactly we were talking about this when we were on the sergeant photo shoot the other week we we're like we're very mm-hmm. curious to see how the future generations are going to be because I feel like diet culture is slowly dying out and like people that. are no longer I'm very excited to see what the future generations are going to be like because of it oh,
1: yeah because I mean they told us to eat chicken broccoli and brown rice for every single meal. that's also whenever I have develop my disdain for like meal prepping by the meal because I can't do that now like I can make a big batch of like ground turkey or something or I can make a couple pieces of salmon or something that I'm going to eat the next day but it's like I would make a pre-portioned meal and I would have I had the little black sectioned containers (laughs) that, and they would just be stacked up in my fridge and which is hilariously ironic my roommate was a nutrition major and me and her we would meal prep pancakes I'm not like we would meal prep a shit ton of like Kodiak cakes Uh but then I was running two miles a day so I was like okay I'm running off the carbs also who told us that carbs were bad
0: oh I feared carbs for so long like for a long period of time if I was having corn in my meal I wouldn't also have like rice or potatoes because I was like that's my carb Mm. like yes it's a carb but like it's also a vegetable and you can have yeah. rice with that. Like, okay. And like, I'm meal prep now. Well, not this week, but like, I'm meal prep now, but like, I don't measure anything out when I meal prep. I don't do yeah. anything. Like, it's solely to save time during the week. Yeah. For me. And it's like, I'm not weighing anything. I'm not measuring anything. Like, I legit would, like, I had the black containers too. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. But I would do like one four ounce chicken breast. I would, I would measure my vegetables. I would only get half a cup of broccoli and then I would only get a fourth a cup of rice. And to me today, if I looked at a plate with that on it, I'd be like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. is this a child's meal?" Because I'm confused. I need three times this amount.
1: Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it looks like bird food.
0: It literally, <laughs> yeah. That's but it, it looks so boring and dry. And because you know, I probably I don't know how to cook chicken. Right? I just cooked it with like salt and pepper. Like you know, sometimes a little bit of Mrs. Cooking Dash.
1: Cooking. Do what? I still kind of suck at cooking chicken. Sometimes it's like
0: that's why I don't get like it anymore I can't I can't do it for ever since I stopped eating meat like I can't go back to the the sliminess of chicken I don't uh, Okay. yeah I can't do that I don't know why I just can't get past it
1: I I commend you I don't think I could ever be vegetarian but I think it's like also I don't know I just I think I just grew up on a lot of like
0: I kind of want to go into that too, because I like, we grew up eating, like we, I didn't grow up vegetarian. I didn't switch yeah. vegetarian until like, it was towards the end of my sophomore year of college. And I watched all these documentaries that were coming out and stuff. So I got really like grossed out almost in a sense. And then I was oh, like, yeah. oh, no, I remember this. <laughs> right. But I think also looking back on it now, cause now I eat fish and shellfish yeah. and stuff. I've brought that back into my diet. Cause I've talked about it before, but like I was having cravings for it. And so I was like, obviously my body needs it I'm having cravings for it. Let's allow it. Um, but I honestly think that whenever I first cut out meat, I was cutting it out because I thought, oh, that's another thing that I could cut out that it like cuts calories.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, am looking back on it now. I think so after being years of it, I just got used to not eating it. I got used to yeah. a diet, but I also learned how to cook tofu and other sources of like protein to allow it. But at the very mm-hmm. beginning I was in, I was literally in the midst of my like restricting eating disorder that like I was so unaware of at the time. Right. But like, I thought it was literally just on my list of like another thing I could cut out because I also had had to cut out so many foods because of my gluten allergy and celiac and stuff. And so at first I saw it as a positive thing. Oh, I'm going to have to cut out bread. I'm going to have to cut out yeah. pasta. I'm, I'm going to lose so much weight. And then when I started to, I was like, okay, what else can I cut out?
1: Not and, that it's just good for my health, but yeah,
0: right. Like I literally thought the more foods I could cut out, the smaller and skinnier and more acceptable I was going to look physically Yeah,
1: well because it's like in talking about like the future generations of like girls now we we were not oh my god do you know how long I wanted a thigh gap for oh oh the girl uh is not built for a thigh gap I am five foot two (laughs) (laughs) and I am not a petite person we are German
2: (laughs) like
0: yeah no I, I the thigh gap I remember, remember the stage when you would wear like the black leggings, but you wouldn't wear like the long tunic top with it. It was like the shorter tunic top. And then everyone could see like your thigh gap. I never had that. I, it just didn't work. Like my legs, I, my my body is not, my hips are not built for that. (laughs) Right. I, well, I actually, I have very narrow hips. So therefore Mm -hmm. there's no possible way for me to have a thigh gap. Like unless I'm standing with my feet farther apart, but like normal stance it just doesn't yeah. happen. The women in my family are not built like that. Yeah. And I remember I used to, it was like in high school, like I, I would edit my pictures. I would do anything possible to have a thigh gap because I had some friends that were smaller than me. They were peti- like shorter, they were just petiter. And yeah. they would have a thigh gap. Therefore, I wanted a thigh gap. <laughs> and so I was so frustrated with the fact that like I couldn't
1: get that. An acceptable thing, then that was what was really cool. And it's like now- Now y'all get to have. I mm, I am blessed in the rear, and that was not.
0: (laughs) See, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) See, well, that has the dump is on its way, but it's not here yet.
1: (laughs) It's it's working on it though. But that used to not be a thing. Like everyone wanted a really small butt. Oh, and I'm over here like, "Mm, well, this is not going to work for me. Yeah, and even still, because it's like people do not make clothes for women they make like women try to make themselves fit into clothes right
0: yes oh my gosh i talked about this on another podcast but like that's like been my big thing lately it's it's like why do you try to fit into the clothes when
1: the clothes are supposed to be made to fit you oh yeah and so it's like i can wear like one brand of jeans (laughs) and it's like you know what i'm just gonna stick to it actually i did find some really good target jeans the other day which i was surprised about i was not expecting that so i'm like i'll take it yeah right It was crazy because I mean, I was in college and I'm supposed to be having a good time and I'm supposed to be enjoying myself. And it's like, I was focused on how little can I make myself? And like, and we lived like right next to the river. And so we were in a bikini all year round. And which is why I'm really sad that I'm in Colorado now, because it's, it might've gotten to 40 degrees today. And I'm used to like being able to go float at this time.
0: Oh God, that's so cold. When I drove back to Auburn on Sunday, I looked at my car and it said 85 and I was like, whoa, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm jealous. No, it's okay. My friend called me the other day, and she, I was like, Yeah, well, because we just had like our snowmageddon up here, and yeah. she, I was like, Yeah, like it's probably gonna get up to 40 today. And she's like, I hate to tell you, but it's 75 here and sunny. It's
2: like, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Well, to
0: make you feel any better, we're like having tornadoes in Alabama, and it's like thunderstorming like crazy. So,
1: so you go and you sit on your porch and you watch naturally. <laughs> naturally, <laughs> that's what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, now, that's crazy. But I think like my junior year, back to our topic, <laughs> I think like my junior year of college, I finally said, okay, like I'm going to get in the gym and I'm going to try to do this right. And I didn't because I thought that 1200 calories was enough. And I thought you only needed to do cardio. And I honestly don't think I got into like a really, really good. And I started going back to CrossFit. So I imagine 1200 calories plus CrossFit.
0: Yeah. That doesn't add up.
1: No, I wanted to die.
0: You're probably so weak too and like didn't even.
1: Oh, yeah. Like now it's either. crazy. I look back on like, because I've just called my best friend. I used to, we went to the same CrossFit gym whenever we were in San Marcos. And I just called her yesterday and I was like, oh, I PR'd on my Snatch. And she was like, how much did you get? I was like, I got 105 for like three or whatever it was. And she was like, dude, I can do like the bar. <laughs> And she, and she told me she was like, Do you remember whenever we were at Chautauqua? And she's like, both of us could do like the bar plus like maybe a five or something. And it's crazy, like looking at it now. And I'm like, yeah, I could only do that because I wasn't eating anything, but I was drinking my weight in beer. Yep. Because it's For like really. and I will be I'm a beer person. I love beer. I love whiskey. It's really sad.
2: <laughs> and- <laughs>
0: it must be like a Colorado thing, sort of then. Cause um, we were with Courtney, someone You guys listening know I did an episode with Courtney earlier, but like she was a whiskey person when we were doing the photo shoot and I was like, oh, I just, I, more, more power to you all. I can't do that one.
1: I, I think it's, no, I think it's because I, this is also a very (laughs) good point to make. I was a bartender Okay. for all of my undergrad. And so it's like, I have always been, or I guess my, yeah, like starting the summer after my freshman year, I started bartending. And so it's like, I've always been around alcohol and I've always been around bar food. And it's just like, that's the thing. Mm. And it's good and bad at this. Oh, it's hard. It's like a weird mix because it's like, you're around a ton of really good food because pub food is always the best Mm. (laughs) and the greasier the better. And so it's like, well, then you're getting back from like, we would get, I guess it was my junior, senior and super senior year. I worked in Austin on 6th Street, and so it's, like, I got there at 5-ish, 5 or 6, and then I would work until the bar was, we were done cleaning the bar at, like, 4 a.m., and then I would drive back to San Marcos, and your (laughs)
0: sleep schedule was all whack too.
1: Oh, my sleep was absolutely horrendous. I actually told one of my professors one time whenever I was working in New Braunfels, and I would close on one of the weekdays. I told her at the beginning of the semester, I work, or, like, I close Wednesdays, and I don't get home until 3 a.m., so I... (laughs) I was like, if I fall asleep in your class, it's not because I'm trying to be disrespectful. It's because I literally slept for like three hours.
0: Oh yeah. That's like the worst. Cause not only your like physical health is gonna dwindle from that, but like your mental health and while being in school, like your brain's just brain oh, yeah. crazy.
1: Which like knowing what I know now about the brain, it's like how were how was I functioning? How was I, I a functioning human?
0: How did you pass any of your classes? Like
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah by the grace of god yeah right (laughs) and i had great professors i i will say like a lot of my professors in my pt degree were amazing they were very understanding they were great great people and i would tell i actually i went to my one of my professor i think i had three classes with her i went to her office my sophomore year bawling because i was overwhelmed yeah she likes Basically, set me up with this like Excel sheet of a schedule that I still use now. And she was like, This is how you're going to schedule your life because I just had too much stuff to do. I'm the queen of over scheduling myself. Same.
2: Same. And so it's like <laughs>
1: now I, have, I have 20 things to do and I have time to do 10 of them. And then it's going to give me anxiety that I don't have time to do the other 10. Yeah. No,
0: I've had to learn that a lot recently. It's like, okay, prioritize
1: the top thing. nutrition business, surgeon, school. You're a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: It's a lot. (laughs) But I actually, I did an interview um, with uh, Winthrop, one of my DI internships last Friday. And they were like, how are you going to prioritize your time? Or how are you going to do all of this with your internship and stuff like that? And I told them, I was like, I'm willing to like cut things and hire people. And I mean, I've talked to Virgil. I'm like, you know, like once my internship starts, dude, like you got to help
1: me. Yeah, Virgil's (laughs) going to have to.
0: Virgil, if you're listening, I will remind you over (laughs) and over. Um, But it's like, I I, love
1: Virgil. He's he's great.
0: He's great. He's awesome. Um, But I like, it's, it's a process of like asking for help too. Like you've got to learn when to delegate and ask for help. Um, And I feel like- like,
1: mm -hmm. I think us with, like, super busy schedules, I will say, once I finally, like, started getting more comfortable in the gym, and I just said this to my friend yesterday, I was like, now I go to the gym for my mental health. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, yes. It's just, I had a day yesterday, and it just, like, it started off on a bad note. I worked out three times yesterday. Don't <laughs> not, don't recommend that to anyone, but it's like, I went to the morning workout, and then I went and walked the dog, and then I, then my friends text me, and they're like, hey, we're gonna go to the gym and work on this. Do you want to go? And I'm like, Sure. Why not? <laughs> right,
0: right. No. Yeah. I, I can relate. Cause there's sometimes where like, I'll go in the morning and I'll do like a weight session. And then if I'm feeling super overwhelmed or just like anxiety, like my anxiety gets so bad, especially if I'm like studying for something that I'm not super confident on, or if like something was surgent, like timelines are off and like, we're like yeah. frantically trying to reorganize things. Um, I'll just like literally go down and walk on the treadmill and it's like, I like, that's not like a workout to me, but it is, but it's like, I'm getting, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll walk on a treadmill, kind of escape for like not even an hour, like 30 minutes mm -hmm. and it'll make me feel better.
1: Um, well, and that's like, I have, so like for my MCAT studying, I do a lot of Anki cards. We, I have like the MCAT Anki deck or whatever that you can download. Well, I have the Anki app on my phone and it syncs with my computer. So it's like, I'll go walk Dixie and I'll do my cards. And so it's like, I'm still doing something, but I'm not like sitting at this desk that I sit at right eight hours a day. Yep. Or it's like I remember I used to go, I think what was I taking? I was taking my pharmacology class in undergrad, I think it was. And I would go down to my gym and I would sit on the bike and I would just bring my book and I would just read Mm -hmm. like my chapters for the day. Because one, I was in the midst of like I need to work out all the time. And then two, I was like, I don't have time (laughs) to do all of the things. And I honestly don't think I started getting a good like healthy schedule in relationship with working out until like right before I graduated undergrad and then it's like I left everything that I knew in San Marcos and moved to Dallas and I was like cool that was a good five seconds of <laughs>
2: yeah
0: so do you think that because you were working out so much cause I can kind of relate to this too but I just want to pick your brain about it a little bit um you were working out so much and you were using that as, like, your escape for mental health and stuff, but do you also think that diet culture played a role into you, like, whenever you were like, oh, maybe, like, going on your third workout of the day or something, like, you, do you think diet culture maybe played a little bit into that when you were doing that?
1: Absolutely, because it was, like, I felt like I had to be doing something. I hated rest days. I absolutely hated them. I felt like I was lazy. I was, like, you're not doing anything. You could totally be doing something because everyone online with all of their fake qualifications told me that I should be doing something. Right. And it was like, of course I didn't follow anyone like that was actually a registered dietitian or anyone that was like a CPT or had like even exercise degrees. It was like, I followed people like, Whitney Simmons, and I love Whitney Simmons, and she's even kind of roasted her old what I eat in a days. Oh, I
0: love when she does the, like, following my old what I eat in a days, and she's, like, absolutely dying. She's like, this, I don't mm. know how I survived.
1: Oh, yeah, because we've all done it. We've all been there. And it's, like, and <laughs> she's, like, apologizing to anyone that's seen it, like, I'm sorry, don't do this. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's like, this is wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, I but I followed people who were, like, stick thin, because I thought that's how you're supposed to be, oh. and so that's all I ever saw.
0: I, I used to follow those accounts that were called like skinny inspiration, skinny Info, oh, yeah. like fit girl motivation. Like I used to follow those accounts and like, I would save the post and like, yeah. or like screenshot the post. I don't know if saving was like a thing, but I would like screenshot them and like keep them in my like folder. Cause like I would yeah. look at them as motivation and these girls would be like seeing ribs, like thigh gaps, like arms were literally the size of my wrist, like all the way up. And it was just, oh, yeah. I also, um, going into a little bit of examples, like, I have like some examples that I wrote up that like I used to say to myself even, mm-hmm. um, so let me know if you relate to any of these, but the, like, if I was thinner then I would do blank, like, Oh, that. I'll buy a bikini when I lose 10 pounds or oh,
1: me. Like and I still like catch myself doing that sometimes okay. because Same. especially, okay. especially I- right now it is like, I'm like, Oh, we got to get ready for summer season. Right. And so I remember like talking to myself and I like I look back now and I was like you look fine.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, but God. I
1: was like oh I know. And my skinny big
0: my thinking I was big like literally yeah. like I was oh, rail like I look back and I'm like what the heck Lex like what do you like, why do you talk about yourself like
1: that? Remember whenever we were in high school and we thought we were fat? Oh literally when I was
0: <laughs> literally I was growing I was still growing like no, it's like yeah. you're
1: not done yet and your hormones are all over the place. Chill.
0: <laughs> Literally.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it was terrible. And it's like you talk to yourself like that because the internet told you to and diet culture told you to and everyone was like, oh, well, in order to be skinny and healthy, then you have to only eat this and only do this and you have to work out 10 times a week. And I'm like, that just doesn't... Looking back now, I'm like, that's not realistic. I'm sorry. Right. And that's like, I just... <laughs> Uh, so I just started 75 hard I'm on day four right now and I'm not saying for anyone to start it if you don't want to the only reason I'm doing it is because I think it's a good one mental challenge to myself to yeah. it keeps me on a schedule yeah that's so true. I'm like I and I am a type A right. human I like schedules yeah more power to you and it's like and I think whenever I've and i tried it before and I failed because we went to a wedding, we went to like his best friend's wedding in Wyoming and I was like, I'm not gonna not eat all of the food. Yeah, and of course I hadn't drank alcohol for two and a half weeks and I was at a higher altitude. And so I think it took me about three glasses right. of wine and I was out. <laughs> I was down to the count. And Tim was like, you kept telling everyone they haven't drank in two months, Reagan's been two weeks. <laughs> it's like, I was having a great time. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I love
0: that you said that. Like we even still catch ourselves in saying certain things like diet culture things. Like I literally caught myself doing it today. And I think it's because like, we're, we're still in that generation that we grew up with it. So therefore like Mm -hmm. we're having to push it out of ourselves still, even though we're actively like health influencers and we like coach other people, we still have to work on ourselves too. But like, um, I don't know if you saw my post that I posted yesterday with my meal prep. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm in a very stressful time and a lot of just like overwhelming things are happening in my life right now. Mm -hmm. Therefore, like my appetite's down, but I intuitively, so I only eat really when I'm hungry. Um, Mm -hmm. And so therefore I've lost quite a bit of weight in the past week. And I found myself, I was talking to my parents about it because I was really hard on myself. I, it was actually the first time that I weighed myself like in 2021, but I was like, yeah. I can tell I've lost weight. I need to check in with myself. And I, I literally was down to my high school weight. And for me, I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, what are you yeah. doing? To Alexis? And I know it's my muscle and everything, but I told my parents that I was like, I've got to get back. Like I've got to focus on myself. And when I said, I was like, Oh, I'm literally down to my high school. weight, My dad was like, heck yeah. And I was like, diet culture. No, stop. I was like, no. Oh. And he oh had no idea. Like he's, it was so innocent. But I was like, "Stop it! No, that's not it." And I was like, I, "I've got to focus on myself." And then also, I caught myself um, our product shots for the new stuff. for mm-hmm. sergeant came in, and I Snapchatted our photographer a picture. was like, "Love these shots! They look great." Wish we would have done them this week ever since I've lost this weight. And he was like, "Shut up!" He was oh like, "Stop God. that!" So he even caught me.
1: So like, yeah. we're not. It's just it's hard to push out of our heads because that's what we. We're okay. told, and, and like, even if, like you talk about your parents, my mom, God, love her. She's the best.
2: But <laughs> I don't know if she'll
1: ever listen to this, but I'm just practicing now. She's a great, great human, and I love her today. I just spent the entire last week with her. <laughs> yeah,
0: mom, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs>
1: yeah. But she, I remember in high school, she would tell me, she was like, oh, yeah, well, like this is what you need to eat to be skinny. It was all about being skinny because that's what she was told, and that's what they told us. And it was like, and I even that. going into college, she was like, because I remember, bless her soul, she commented on like my freshman fifteen, and I like got so upset and so sad. And yep. we've been there. We've all been there. <laughs> you know, because like that's your parent, and so it's like it just means more because it's like that's your mom. And yeah. so it's like you're supposed to be awesome all the time. And she she knows that I'm not. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. We're all humans. And yeah. also, I think they they're saying it out of the kindness of their heart because they think,
1: oh yeah, totally. you
0: want to make sure like they're healthy.
1: Yeah. She's like, oh well. Their version of healthy
0: is skinny, because that's what they grew mm-hmm.
1: up with. Yeah. And it was like and that's what and so then that's what we were told. And it's just not really skinny does not equate to health and like that right. does not equate to health. And that awesome. was like you can still be healthy. Like, and I've seen, it's like, now I'm back at another CrossFit gym up here. And so I am seeing people that are way, way bigger than me. The amount of weight that they can move and how quickly they can do it. I'm like, okay. strong. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's like, and I love that it's kind of becoming a shift now that it's like, everyone's looking to be strong. They're not looking to be skinny. It's like, I didn't even get that until honestly, probably, like, my first year of grad school. Yep. Because I was finally, like, I was out of, a, like, I, I was out of college town. I was in Richardson, like, I was living in, like, kind of, I was actually living, in, like, Dallas proper, like, right off of Dallas North way. and so it was, like, but then again, there were all these fun things to do, and I was, this is the first time I attempted to study for my MCAT. I pushed it back because I realized how much work grad school was, yeah of course you go into grad school and you're like oh it's only three classes I'm used to taking five or six and then it slaps you in the face
0: yeah it's literally the equivalent of six yeah
1: absolutely and so like my first semester there I noticed I gained a lot of weight and it's like I wasn't really going to the wreck because I was like oh I have so much stuff to do and my semester at my second semester there I finally started like going to the gym regularly, and going and using the rec in our apartment. Gym finally got done. Well, then my second semester of grad school, guess what happened? COVID.
0: Oh, I, that was me.
1: Yep, and so then, and I ended up moving back home because I wanted to save a little bit of money. If anyone is considering living with your parents for a little bit, to save some money, do it. It's worth it. See, I moved
0: back home because of COVID, and then I couldn't get out of my lease, so I didn't save money. But...
1: (laughs) I found, I had to find a subleaser, and luckily, I, like, I knew that I was going to sublet in January, and so she got it, and then COVID happened. And I was like, oh, sorry, but okay. then I started working out, of course, it's like, right whenever you hit your stride, then COVID hit, and I was like, okay. okay, and so then I had to get used to working out at home a little bit, and then I finally got a gym membership to, like, a, like, local gym up in North Texas, and I started going regularly, and I was like, wait, I like this, because I'm, eating a normal amount of food. Mm -hmm. I am lifting weight because I enjoy it and I'm not doing just two miles a day and running myself to death. Right. And it was like a conscious shift in, okay, we're going to go to the gym because I enjoy it and I like it, not because I feel like I have to. Yeah. And then it was, and then I think, I guess I was, I guess it was, what was it? July, June? Whenever I moved into my own apartment, yeah. I think, was, actually, I lied. It was me. It was totally me. <laughs> well, because I'm thinking, Tim actually helped me move <laughs>
2: Honestly,
0: <laughs> like, all of the months last year, like, morphed together, so. Oh,
1: okay. I have no idea what happened in 2020.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I blocked out, sorry. Yeah. I don't remember anything.
1: Well, and then I started, like, actually working out consistently because I enjoyed it. And then it's like, you know, once you finally start to see a little bit of progress in the way that you want to see it, yeah. you're like, okay. So now I was going three times a week. Now I'll go four. And then I was going four and now I'll go five. And it's because I joke with him all the time. I was like, you got me right. Whenever I got my life together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so, because it was like, I finally started, I found my routine and then I started working at a gym. This is the first time I haven't worked in service industry. And I couldn't tell you how long. And I start, I, was, I worked front desk at a gym. Did I make a lot of money? No, but I was bartending weddings on the side, so it was fine. It <laughs> fine. But I did it literally for the free gym membership. Okay. And, and I was like, okay, well, now I gave myself no excuse not to go. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, like, you know that you need this, and you know you're going to feel better afterwards.
2: And you were already
0: there.
1: Yeah, I was like, I'm already here. Why, why am I going to go home? I had the key to the building. I could literally stay after everyone was gone. <laughs> yeah which I actually do have an old workout like that I filmed and never posted because I filmed it terribly because it was whenever I first started filming workouts and it looked, do you ever look back on this first workout? that you filmed and you're like, why? Yep. It was one of those.
0: Yep. And like, why is my head not in the frame? Like, where did it go?
1: Like, (laughs) Anytime you do any kind of jumping thing, you're like, oh, there goes my head.
0: (laughs) I just like headless every single time you jump. Yep.
1: Oh yeah. No. And it's like, but I could not film in front of people yet because I was just so like nervous that people were gonna make fun of me and they were gonna like give me funny looks. Yeah. Turns out no one cares. And I
0: thought no one cares. We talked about that last week with uh with Olivia. Yeah, yeah we talked about that and it was just it took me forever to get there. But
1: oh it was awful. I was like mm, no. But then I think and of course once you get past diet culture, then diet culture tries to come back in.
2: Yep. And
1: I started working with a supplement company. And I'm not gonna say which one because I still use them and I like them. But <laughs> Yeah. It was just bad for me mentally because then it put me into this mindset of like, okay, I need to have, I am so glad that I don't do protein coffee anymore because for some reason I thought that every single day I needed to put like a half a scoop to a scoop of protein in my coffee. Really? Yes. Because they were like, oh, it's better than creamer. It gives you however many grams of protein. And I'm like, sometimes I just want like coffee with some Stevia oh, in it. And wow. How-
0: The only time I ever would do like protein coffee with like actual protein powder in it would be like post workout. If I like did a morning Mm -hmm. workout and I like wanted, like that would like be my post workout like shake.
1: Oh no, I drank that shit like every day. What? And like it was
2: expensive.
1: (laughs) How much protein did you go to go through? I okay. Well, the company that I worked with, in order to work with them, you had to spend seventy five dollars a month on. Gotcha like supplements. And so oh, it was like, I was already spending the money.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So I was using protein coffee every single day. And I was like, and now looking back at it, I'm like, that's gross. Every once in a while, I'll do it. But I'm like, I don't really want my protein to taste like co- like, or I don't want my coffee to taste like protein every single day. I'm like, I just like the taste of coffee because it's what I live on because right. I, I, love 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 it's cool.
0: I love coffee. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Talk about coffee for a second. Okay. I feel like, cause I love coffee so much. Um, and just from experience going through like eating disorders and stuff, but diet culture with the whole, let's suppress our appetite with coffee. Right. That's a thing.
2: I, mean, I, I
1: remember whatever remember that. it's like, Oh yeah, just drink enough coffee and you won't feel hungry. It's like, no, if you drink enough coffee, you're going to shit all day.
0: Literally. <laughs> no. And I used to like, Well, sometimes I'll still do it, but like, that's not like the purpose of it. But like, I would drink coffee until like five in the afternoon. And like, now if I'm doing it, it's because I'm studying for an exam and I just need alertness and wake up and stuff, but I'm still eating. But like, I would literally drink coffee whenever I got like a hunger craving or like my stomach growled. I would make coffee. I would make a coffee instead. And I see, mm, I'm going to get heated about this, but I see these TikToks with these freaking skinny 17 year old girls or however old they are. Popping Adderall and drinking iced coffee as they're like, what I eat in a day, like, blah, 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 what blah, And it hilarious. drives me nuts. Because younger girls that are on TikTok will see this and think, oh, yeah. oh, this girl is skinny. This is what she's saying she does. She pops
2: Adderall. Well, this is what I need to do.
0: Exactly. And I'm like, no, hmm. I don't care if you're joking or not. Don't put that into younger girls' heads,
2: please. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's like I—I'm um, actually literally pulling up my exam that I just took in neuropharm right now because we talked about caffeine.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and we were talking about it with um, like cocaine and things like that. Uh, and for you know, those of y'all that don't know, Arrow Well, so when and I learned this in undergrad, and <laughs> we learned this because my one of my really good friends is like an ochem freak, and so we were like, I wonder if we can make like the synthesis for Adderall because it's only like one OH group or something away from right right so we it's like we just talked about how like caffeine and cocaine it's like oh god the, like the link between them is actually insane and like how one can affect the other and all this and it's like you aren't supposed to live off of Adderall and coffee also don't take Adderall if you're not prescribed it because it's not going to work
2: for you
0: it's gonna work in the wrong way. Like yeah. it's gonna do negative effects. But there's that's why like caffeine is considered a drug. Like
2: yeah.
0: like people like joke about it, but like it actually is. Like it's considered a drug, and people can really be addicted to it. And I mean, is it the worst thing to be addicted to?
1: No, is yeah, it the best? No. Worse. Um, <laughs> but no, it's insane because it's like, but people like you said, people would. They'll just drink coffee all day, and that's what they told us to do. Let's get another phone. An apple cider vinegar.
0: Oh God. <laughs> okay, pause, because people have come at me for this one. Because my first viral TikTok, I took like I did. I was doing apple cider vinegar, but we also just figured out that my grandpa, my grandma, has like really high cholesterol, and there is scientific studies that prove it helps with cholesterol but nothing about weight. So everyone mm. in my family was doing apple cider vinegar. Cause we were like, okay, high cholesterol is genetic. Like we want to like, whatever. I don't do it anymore. because yeah. it freaking like, it's disgusting. And I just don't want to do it. But, um, my grandma started taking the pills and, mm. um, she's actually off like three of her cholesterol pills because of that. So if you have like that kind of a condition, consult your doctor, but like, it's not going to help with weight loss.
1: No, at all. It's not a magical, like And we used to take, because you know how, like, you would either mix it in water or you would just, like.
0: With lemon and honey and cayenne.
1: (laughs) that was the mix. That was the magical mix that was supposed to, like, somehow boost your metabolism.
0: The fat burning water or something like that.
1: Oh, it was so bad. And this is, like, whenever me and my roommate that was a nutrition major, this is whenever we lived together, where we were, like, well, we don't like the taste of it in the water. So we, hating ourselves and my enamel on my teeth would do a shot of apple cider vinegar and just chase it with as much water as we could?
2: Oh,
0: like just straight apple cider vinegar? Oh, yeah. Oh, I used yeah. to have a designated shot glass for that in my undergraduate house. Like we had a, I had like, I had my apple cider vinegar and we didn't use it for like anything else. Cause we were like, yeah. like, okay. But that was like, literally my roommate would watch me do it. And she'd be like, what the heck? Like, how,
2: oh, how yeah. are you doing that?
0: Like, well, my office autophag- is probably on fire. Like, it was probably like, I hate you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: Oh my God. It's insane. And it's like, looking back at that now, I'm like, what? Oh yeah. In my scientific mind made me think that this was it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. That was a thing. Um, Also, uh, another example that I had written down was like, well, when I was in high school, going back to like my like little phase I'm in right now, but um, in high school, I wore a size two pairs of jeans. Like we were talking about at the beginning I don't know if I ever
2: wore a size two. To
0: be honest, fitting into it, but X size amount that you have hanging in your closet, and you're like, oh, I want to be back in those jeans by Mm -hmm. summer. It's like get rid of the high school jeans. Like you're not
1: meant to fit in them anymore.
2: In high
0: school, now those you can wear your high school jeans. But if you're our age and like in your twenties and stuff, you're a woman. You're not a girl. Like you now have hips, and like you aren't, you are not supposed to be wearing what you wore when you were 16. That's no. not like, no, that doesn't work. Um, so if anyone ever like tells you like, Oh, why don't you fit in that anymore? You wore it in high school. Like mm-hmm. you like, well, yeah, that was when I was in high school. I'm X years old now. Like that was yeah. six years ago, seven years ago.
1: No, it was like, and I remember doing that. And I think I did it with a pair of, of all things leggings. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't fit into small leggings anymore. And I was so sad. And it's like, okay, well, here's the thing. You're not supposed to fit into small leggings anymore because you're not that small anymore. Yeah. And also, their leggings are stretchy. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, I like my leggings to be a little, like, not super, I don't want them to be so tight that I can, like, bend over and you can see everything. Yeah, no, let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I always, I'm a solid and I laugh all the time. I'm a solid medium. Medium. And so I usually go up to a medium because it's more comfortable for me. Uh-huh. And it was like, it was whenever I finally like started actually lifting weights, I would have put on these clothes that I had saved forever. And I was like, wait, these actually fit. And all I've been doing differently is lifting weights. And then I like the cogs started turning and I was like, hold on.
0: Yep, wait, weight <laughs> training works.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, wait a minute. And it's like, I look back on pictures of me, like whenever I was a Cardio bunny and did nothing but run. And if running is your thing, by all means, run. Run for me because but it's. that
0: makes me. you happy.
1: Yeah. Make if sure it makes you happy, happy and you like it.
0: Yeah. If it makes you happy, go for it. If it's making you miserable, stop. Just yeah.
1: don't. Just like, don't do Make, And I will. I'll do sprints. I don't mind sprints. Long distance, not my thing. It's just, I, and I will do it because I know it's good for my heart and my cardiovascular yeah. health. But if I have a choice, it's like I'm doing hit cardio. I'm doing an AMRAP of something. I'm doing like yeah. an, like an EMOM-type workout where it's like I'm continuously moving and I'm getting my heart rate up, but I'm not having to go run six yeah. miles, which if y'all can run six miles, I envy you. <laughs> no, bro, I, bro, I, I wish I, I could.
0: I, I literally used to. And at this point now, like I'm I'm so much more into my weight training now. Like I don't even care if like I'm moving the entire time. Like I'm s- – some reason like the weights have just like empowered me lately i'm like i'm strong like i've never been able to do this before but like sometimes i'll finish my workout with like a mile run like a job yeah. and like that's that's what you're getting that's all you're getting yeah. out of me right
1: yeah, now this is what we're doing today yeah. well yeah and that's like part of the reason that i love defining like and everyone has their thing right everyone has like their type of workouts that they like and i just ended up being one of the cult members that fell in love with crossfit <laughs> Because I like the environment and I like the fact that it's like everyone's trying to be stronger. Yeah. It's like no one is shying away from the weights in there. It's amazing. And it's like no one cares if you fail. No one cares how much you have on or how little you have on. And yeah. it's like weight training has kind of like become one of like the thing that I love to do because it's like if I hit a new PR, I'm stoked. Yeah. Because I'm like, I never thought that I could lift this much weight because it's like I'm a pretty small human. So yeah. It's like, whenever I'm lifting this much weight, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I feel good about myself. I feel like I can do
0: anything today. <laughs> right. It's super empowering. Like I said, like, especially for us females, like guys are, guys are, guys are used to feeling like masculine and like, they can do that. But like, not that we want to feel masculine, so to say, but like, we want to feel powerful
1: and, and we've never been told that it's okay Yeah. until like recently to throw around a bunch of weight as a girl.
0: Oh my God. Yes. Cause we were always told we were going to get bulky. My god,
1: and that is like one of my biggest pet peeves is someone, cause I've, I still will have people like DM me or com- like, really, they don't really comment because they know that I'll delete it. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'll have I'm people. I'm the same way.
0: It. I delete and blo- like, I'll, I'll block you in a heartbeat. Like I do yeah. not care. My block list is an en- en- endless. I can oh, scroll yeah. for days.
2: Oh yeah. But it's, it's like, like I'll have people
0: I've listened to too much Caller daddy. I'm just like, block him. Like that's literally <laughs> where I like, block like it's so fast.
1: Oh yeah. Well, it's like, they'll DM, me, you know, like you keep lifting these weights. It's like, you're going to get bulky. Or I think it was, um, what's her name? It's like, uh, Mia fit MD on Instagram. I love her. She cracks me up
2: mm-hmm. because
1: she always does stuff about like getting bulky and like, she's jacked. She looks ripped. It's crazy. And you're not going to get bulky because you lift weights. That's not how that works. <laughs> oh,
0: literally. And uh, you just, I don't know exactly who this was on it. So I I wish I could remember it, but I shared it to my story a couple weeks ago. It was a real, and it was this girl and she lifts weights. Um, I don't think she did like CrossFit or anything, but she just mm. looked like an avid weightlifter and she was ripped. Like she mm. looked awesome, but she was like a very petite girl. Um, and she just looked so lean, like literally so ripped. And then she stepped on the scale because there was a comment or something. It was like, no way you weigh 160 pounds or something like that. I
1: remember you sharing this because I watched it and I was like,
2: thank you.
0: And she hopped on the scale and this girl, like she was so petite. So like she looked like she weighed 110 pounds, maybe soaking wet, you know, but Mm -hmm. she's so dense with like muscle. Because muscle weighs more than fat. So much more. And I think that's where people get the bulkiness from, which is like Mm -hmm. the weight means absolutely Zero, like it does not mean yeah. anything. And she hopped on the scale, and it was like 161 or something like that. And she just was like, no. like there you go." But I, w- I, was like, "That's so cool!" Like, well, to that's like, like another
1: I'm thing that like diet culture told us
2: was that the, the scale, age, like, like, not not so yeah,
1: this like it's You're like, working. oh, well, you are determined by the scale. How good of a person you are is determined by what your weight is. And it's like, oh really, it's yeah.
0: almost like you walk like it's almost like people expect you to walk around with, like your weight on your forehead.
1: Oh yeah. Like and it's who like, knows? Who cares? That was like I remember whenever I was still in Dallas and I was working at the gym and I was working out like all the time. Which also, if you work at a gym and you can go work out at like another affiliate gym of yours, please do it because like members asking you questions and a little upset. Not not my favorite.
0: Yeah.
1: Or like, I like I'm to it, leave me alone. Yeah. It's like I am off the clock. Yeah. Or, like, I tend to work out in leggings and sports bra literally only because I'm a sweaty human, Mm -hmm. and I know this, and I used to be terrified to work out in a sports bra until I really stopped giving a damn what people thought, which is a whole nother conversation.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I recently, like, literally not until last six months, probably COVID, honestly, when I actually started really mm-hmm. getting into weight loss is when I started finally working out in a sports bra. And I was like, who cares? It's literally this much of my midsection. Who cares? Like Ooh. I wear, I wasted leggings. Like the low rise is not a thing. So, because,
1: because I really hope that all you Gen Zers out there, if you try and bring back low rise jeans, I will personally come to I
0: you. am not hopping on that trend. And I refuse to go metal part and I refuse to get rid of my skinny jeans. So sorry about
1: it. Well, here we are. We're millennials to the core. <laughs> sorry about it. I refuse. Yes. Oh no. It's like some and it's like my hair has this weird like some days and it's so dirty right now, I need to wash it, but
2: mine won't it just
1: kinda depends on the day, man. It's just it kind of does whatever it wants, but and, like I finally have one pair, one pair of mom jeans that I've found that actually fit me decently. But it's like if you do not have if you are not blessed in the rear, mom jeans are not your thing, man. They're not.
0: <laughs> I can't find any that flatter me or that one are like comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm some I'm one that, like, I like my clothes to fit. Like, I want to make sure they stay in place. I'm the same with my shoes. Like, I, like, normally size down a size with shoes because I don't like for them to slip just because I hate it. It's just, yeah. like, I don't wear them. And so I'm the same way with jeans. So if they're not, like, up in my, like, crotch area, like, pulled all the way up, like, oh, no. I, I pull on them, and I just, like, it's annoying.
1: <laughs> so I don't well, like, I want to my leggings to, like, come – I want my leggings to come, like, all the way up. And that's, like, another thing where also – pro tip, find a gym with people who you walk in there and it's like, you just feel it. And it's like, you know what? These are good people. They are accepting. They're not going to judge me. Right. Because like, I am a big fan of like smaller gyms because I've been to Gold's. I've been to Planet Fitness. I've done all of like the big box gyms and I'm just like, I feel a little judged in here. And so I usually just don't do it, but it's like, I can walk into my gym now and do an entire workout with no shirt on. No one cares. And it's like, I am sorry, you
2: are meant to have rules when you sit down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and And
0: that's such a thing too, like kind of going back to the weight and like the roles and stuff. You said you were a cheerleader when you were younger. I was, I was Mm -hmm. cheer for my high school, cheer for my middle school. I was competitive cheerleader since I was like young all the way through. Um, So I've been through it,
1: I've been through through it.
0: Um, But our competitive cheer uniforms, they're like, you know, the crops with like the little Mm -hmm. mini skirts and no material. But yeah. um, I don't know why it's and a we were thing. 12. <laughs> yeah, and I was like twelve. But like, I don't know why it's a thing for like groups of girls to compare weights while they're in a group, or like especially when you were like we practiced. We had practice gear that was spandex and sports bras. Like mm-hmm. I would I would avoid sitting down because I I wasn't like I was kind of in a I was not like a slim girl. Oh. Competitive cheerleader that had like the abs and stuff, that was not me. I was a back spot. I was not up in the air.
2: Um, I was a base. I feel you.
0: And, but I would refuse sitting down. Like, I would avoid it. If I sat down, I would lay back because I didn't want, because no one else had roles. And so I was comparing myself. And then I don't know why people always like, why do you need to compare weights? But I would always lie. Like, I would always go 10 pounds under, like, literally, always 10 pounds under.
1: Yeah, because it's like I would let everyone else go first and say what they were. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm around this one. Or oh. like whenever you sit, even now, and I catch myself doing this. Whenever you sit down, and it's like, then you pull up your leggings like over, oh, right. and I'm like, why? <laughs>
2: why? Maybe like
0: comfortableness wise, maybe. But like other than that, like why would
1: like, uh... yeah, yeah I'm like, no. why am I doing this? Because because it'll always be. Or oh my god, sitting down in a swimsuit, I used to be terrified. I didn't want to. <laughs> because, um.
2: Cause it was um, like, everything is on display.
0: <laughs> or, okay, this might be so dumb, but like people maybe be able to relate to this, but maybe this was just like my ED. Um, but whenever you used to lay in a lounge chair, okay, you know, like whenever you would just lay on your back flat and if you mm-hmm. lay on your back, like normally you'd get like the white lines in between your legs and like on your sides and stuff. So therefore you had to lay on your side and like put your arm over your head and stuff to like, okay, this is like the OG tanners and like, this is what you really had to do before oh, yeah. tan was here. <laughs> But I would subconsciously hold my stomach to see how far it hung to the side if I like laid on my side. And I would subconsciously like keep my hand over it almost so that like mm-hmm. people wouldn't see my stomach fat like hanging to the side. And who freaking cares? Like who was I? Why was I that way?
1: Well, and it's speaking totally off topic, but on the topic of tanning, the worst thing because it's like, I, this is terrible. This is a horrible thing. I love tanning beds and I know it's bad for me.
0: Oh, girl, but, my first job, I had my first two jobs were at tanning salons. I don't tan anymore, but like I start my 14th birthday. I got a tanning package and lotion. Like that's all well, I
1: wanted. Well, and it's like, remember whenever you would go in the tanning bed and then you have to like lift up your butt to make sure you don't get the crease.
0: No, the bunny tail. I used to <laughs> have the bunny tail like on my butt bone. And then I always had the lines underneath my butt cheeks. It
1: was the worst. It, tan, tanning's rough, man.
0: It really was rough. Don't do it, kids. No,
1: don't. <laughs>
0: your skin will thank you later. Self-tan.
1: Uh, honestly, I wish it, now my face is, like, well, that, and I played outdoor sports, so it's, like, my face was always, always wear your sunscreen, please. Don't
0: always wear your sunscreen. Sunscreen every day. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was just, summer was, like, I used to dread summer so much sometimes, and I would even though it was like my favorite time of the year, the bikinis freaked me out. And I always knew that I, I was- yeah, I feel
2: like bikinis like, like, have me even smaller.
0: Girl, I know. Um, shameless plug to like my best friend though. She like makes handmade bikinis. It's called Madison Swimwear on- Instagram. I
2: think I just saw your TikTok with her.
0: Yes, check it out. <laughs> um, um, I'm getting my first couple's um, bikinis this week. She's like sending them to me.
2: Um, so that. I'll
0: be posting pictures, so stay tuned for that. But she does handmade bikinis and her biggest thing was, she is bigger tested and she had a very small waist. And so she was like, I can never find a set that matches. She was like, why is there not somewhere that does like custom bikinis that fits the person? And I was like, and she was a fashion major, like in undergrad and stuff. And I was like, uh, do it like, hello. Yeah. And so she started <laughs> doing yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. And so she started doing it. It's very new. So check her out you guys. But I'm very excited to get mine and hopefully, um, they'll they'll be like super cute and I'll be able to post pictures and stuff but yeah. like you said they're getting smaller and smaller so that's why it's like I love what she's doing because she's making it fit the person versus
1: the yeah.
2: person
0: that fit that even yeah, though it's like, there's a lot of work on her and props to her for hand making all of these
1: bikinis but yeah. um and I, and I feel her pain because I'm the opposite it's like I always am the small top but I'm the medium bottom and yeah like on places like I think I just tried I almost bought some off of Shein but it's like you have to buy the same size and I'm like it's not gonna work
0: <laughs> can't, do that. can't do that yep no yeah see I've, i i i don't have i don't have the absorb but so <laughs> i wasn't blessed for either of those um but oh, you, know. you want
2: some of mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: i'll just do my squats it's not really oh, dumb truck's on its way it's just a couple stops down the road
1: you need your way. carbs do your squats <laughs> yeah
0: it'll be here soon um but
2: right.
0: yeah so okay anything else about but I want to see if I had other stuff written down. Oh, another thing that we, I mentioned it before, um, about the new menu type stuff.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So how like the menus are like the guilt free section or the clean section or the enlightenment section. I don't know whatever they call it. I
1: have strong opinions on calling food clean. Okay. Let's hear it. Because no, like the only food that is dirty is if you picked it up off of the floor. <laughs> like, you don't, there is no clean or dirty food. It's like there's food for better, that's better for you than others. But it's not like it's, like, it's not inherently bad. Like pizza is not inherently a bad food. And it's like you, someone also, someone else does not get to determine what food is good for me because they are not me. I I feel like eating, like go back to our fear of carbs because for some reason our entire generation is terrified of carbs. Like if I want to eat pasta and I'm like, yeah, I really want a pasta. Sometimes I don't want chickpea pasta, but it's on the clean menu because it's better for you. And if you go and you compare the actual like nutrition facts on regular pasta and chickpea pasta, because I did it in the grocery store out for like five minutes one day, it's all the same it's all basically like, the same thing
0: literally the, the only difference might be the protein and it's not mm-hmm. like an enormous amount to wear. Like like a the, carbs, grams. the carbs and stuff is all the same the calories mm-hmm. the same like fat is going to be the same
1: um so but it's like but people do that as a menu technique and they're like oh it's clean or anything that's labeled um organic or organic <laughs> and it's like okay cool they didn't spray it with pesticides but it's the same food
2: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah
1: exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like okay, so farmers just had to work a little bit harder.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. I know the whole clean eating thing or good or bad foods sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like there are no bad foods. They all give your body some sort of energy. It's You're all fueling fuel.
1: yourself. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like I can, I have an
2: obsession with ice cream. It is my
1: vice.
0: Oh. Oh the people listening know it's my food group <laughs> I love ice cream and I on occasion have a Brewster's blast for dinner sometimes because that's just oh, yeah. craving mm-hmm. and it's
1: like there we, we go were right next to an ice cream shop and it is my absolute f- it's horrible <laughs> but it's like we will order peat and the, the day before I started 75 hard Tim was like whatever you want as your like last meal before you have to like go yeah. back to actually like not really get on like my diet but just eat more consciously yeah like right now i'm weighing everything just because it's what the program calls for and again it's not for weight loss it's all mental yeah but my my last supper that i had we split a gigantic pizza they're like the giant pizzas and i got a pine ice cream and it had oreos and it had cookie dough and i was like you know what my lift tomorrow gonna be great
0: i know you're Um, gonna be
1: like through the roof (laughs) Oh yeah, all all these carbs tonight fueling me. So what are they? Not clean, not dirty, it's just food.
0: Yeah, it's just food. Simply as that. And like food, and people just
1: do it as
2: a marketing tactic. That's all they do.
0: Right. Like I've had clients ask me before, they're like, So what is bad for me? What should I not eat? And my first questions are, Are you allergic to anything?
1: Yeah. Are you what? allergic to anything? Is there anything that you just don't like?
0: Is there any spoiled milk in your fridge?
2: <laughs> like no, don't, don't drink that. that. <laughs>
0: don't drink that. And you're allergic to eggs. Okay. Don't eat eggs. Like yeah. literally that's the only thing. And it's, I hate that foods, like certain foods get this bad rep because most of the time they're our favorite foods and they're like, oh, what yeah. we love. And they're the foods that bring us joy. So it's like, why would I want you to cut that out? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, it was like one of my, uh, girls that I trained, she was on a crazy sleep schedule because she worked nights and hilarious. She worked nights at a mortuary. I was like, I could never. Uh -uh. (laughs) I'm like, it's haunted. I don't care what you say. It's haunted. I don't care what
0: you say. There is a ghost in there.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. But then she would be able, like she would be starving by the time that she went home if she forgot to pack. And so she texted me one day and she was so upset with herself because she's like, I stopped by a Whataburger and I got a singular taquito. And I was like, what's the problem?
2: (laughs) What's the issue? was it good did it taste bad was that why yeah. you didn't like
1: it you need to go back because i've never had a bad water burger to eat i'm not gonna lie and she was like no i just feel bad because i feel like i had ruined my day i got off to a bad start and i was like you ate food that you enjoyed also like we were counting her macros at the time because just like i lo- like the whole point of going on a quote-unquote diet or counting your macros is to eventually be able to eat intuitively and not have to count your macros and okay. the only reason she was on them was because we had a goal to lose weight and we're like okay well this is what we need to do we're going to follow this for a little bit once you get comfy then we can cut it out because you know what works for you
0: and that's what I tell all of my clients because some clients I don't even start on a meal plan but other clients that are okay like clients that have an ed history I don't start there's no meal plans involved at all um but clients that want to start on a meal plan to just get the foot in the door, the only reason I start them on a meal plan is so that they can realize how much they can actually eat. Because so yeah. many people are under eating. They're like, whoa, wait, I can actually have this much. And then once they get comfortable with that is when we start to transition to the intuitive eating, because it's a, it's right. a stone and it's not meant to live your life on. It's not a no, life.
1: It's like, you can do it. And that's what I was just talking about. I can't remember. I was talking about Tim. Those are like the two people that I talked to yeah. and it was like, I like doing it, I'll count for like maybe four weeks at a time, just so that way I know that I'm in my like zone that I need to be in. Yeah. Whenever I'm doing that, it's like, I'm not going to be mad at myself if I go over a little bit. I'm also, if I really want to eat pizza that night, I'm going to eat pizza. Why? Because I want to. And if you don't, sometimes give into those cravings and it just makes them worse
0: it makes them so much stronger it makes them last so much longer and it's like your body is a machine and it is giving you those cravings to tell you what it needs so listen to
1: it Mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes except for all you lactose intolerant people that you eat cheese and ice cream and milk and
2: everything (laughs)
1: I'm, I'm still not at all
0: lactose intolerant, but really, lactose intolerant people are on another level. Y'all really just don't care. Y'all
1: are like, really I'll cover the <laughs> You're like, body's craving cheese? Done. Done. <laughs> cheese, quesadilla, nothing else. I'm just going to grate this block of cheddar and just eat it.
0: <laughs> literally. Right. I swear they do. And it's like,
1: okay, more power to you. All oh. right, I'm glad I do not live with you. You, you. do.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll send you some Toms. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, in speaking of like things that were marketed as healthy, non-dairy milk. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. And it's like, don't get me wrong. Do I have a thing of oat milk in my fridge right now? Yes. Just because I like the taste of oat milk.
0: Oat milk and coffee is like the best.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So but crazy. we also have a gallon of whole milk in our fridge. Yeah. Because it's like, it doesn't just because it came from a cow. How come milk can come from a cow when it's bad, but a steak can also come from a cow when it's good. That makes no sense. That logic is not there.
0: I don't understand the, the pro- personally for me, I like almond milk just because like, I, yeah. I like, I'm not lactose intolerant, but whenever I do drink milk, it does upset my stomach, but like I can eat like normal ice cream and it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's really weird. My mom's complete opposite. She could like have like anything else, but if she has ice cream, it's like, woof. But yeah. um, I like people pick and choose what they want to listen to online.
2: Oh and yeah, for that's
0: sure. Big thing. It's like, milk's easier to give up because they're substitutes but a steak not so much like like yeah there's cauliflower steak but it's not the same at all and so
2: no no
0: one's one's ever gonna like replace a steak actually trying to make it taste like like a cauliflower steak with that but people are gonna try and replace almond milk because it's easy and Mm -hmm. they're like oh like I don't know it's it's just healthier they told
1: told me it's healthier and it's like okay well I have to change out my two percent milk for almond milk it's like no you don't unless you actually just enjoy the taste of it more that's the only time that I would say switch it and it's like um and I know people like even now and if any of y'all go to my profile it literally says no bullshit in my profile because I just I love these kinds of conversations because it's very real and it's like people that we know that I know that I'm like I have talked to and they're like oh well I went on this keto diet
2: oh god and yeah don't get
1: me started <laughs> <laughs> like i went on this keto diet because i said it's better for me and it's no carbs but it's like okay so you're gonna eat a cheese bacon like a grease galore fat but you're not gonna let yourself have an entire macronutrient group yeah i'm like, like for, you aren't allowing bacon. yourself
0: to have whole foods such as potatoes and brown rice with fiber and everything like that, but you're going to mm-hmm. just gorge on all this greasy food. That's literally lining your gut with like,
2: Yeah,
1: I how does know. your heart feel? That's what I want to know. Literally. How is your heart?
0: That's the thing about keto too, that I stress to people. It's like, yeah, it's not like new, new, but like mm-hmm. it's new enough to where there's not long-term research on it yet. Right. like No one knows about how it affects your arteries and how your cholesterol levels and things quite yet, Give it a few years and there will be, but like,
1: well, it's like really the only thing that we have a ton of like research on that's really good for you. Protein. Protein is good for you. You should have enough protein in your diet. Right. And it's like, once you get, once you get like the amount of protein that you should be having, it doesn't matter where the rest of your macronutrients come from. It doesn't matter if it's carbs, it doesn't matter if it's fat. I am a high carb person. I love carbs. Really, the only fats that I eat are like, I'm an avocado whore. Oh, I love I, avocados. I think we have seven downstairs right now because we were supposed to have snowmageddon and it really, we got like a couple inches. And yeah. so I, whenever you send your boyfriend to the grocery store and he, you're like, he knows that you enjoy avocados. He bought seven.
2: Yeah. Hey. And
1: a whole thing of bananas. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm okay with that. But yeah. it's like, I enjoy high carb. He enjoys high fat. So it's like, I usually eat ground Turkey and he usually eats ground beef Are either of them better than the other. No, not really. Not really. It just kind of depends on personal preference, which is like, yeah. and right, there is body, no clean or dirty food.
0: Exactly. And everyone's body processes things differently. So yeah. just like there's allergies, like my body does not process gluten. Well, obviously mm-hmm. at all. Um, so like, therefore I need to cut that out of my diet because it, physically makes me ill like i'm actually sick meanwhile you don't have any reason to cut that out so why would you um and that's something too that like when i first got on my celiac and i was like okay i'm having to learn the process of it my entire household kind of started to cut gluten out because we were Mm -hmm. it it turned into like a oh no i don't want to cross contaminate and i'm very confused so let's just get it out of the entire house Um, But then my parents started to realize, they were like, why are we still doing this? You don't live here anymore. Like, why are we still doing gluten-free? Like, you
1: you literally don't live here. Um, And it's like, you just get used to it. And that's like, my my mom, she was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this keto thing. Let a doctor put her on, which is... And I, as a person that is trying to go to medical school, if you are seeking medical advice, yes, you can go to a physician, but I would prefer you go to a registered dietitian because this is what they spent their entire school career studying for.
0: Right. And that's what we're here for. We're here for (laughs) recommendations from physicians that- It's like, well, they're
1: supposed to be working together. I don't know why y'all aren't talking to each other.
0: It's supposed to be a two-way street and doctors- yeah, they have a nutrition class, but they take one, maybe, maybe two max
1: nutrition. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's been a, um, really big conversation, like in medical education of adding more nutrition classes.
0: Like literally just like also educating yourself. Like if you aren't sure, ask. Um, and that's like one big thing that I always like to say. Pay
2: attention to who you're
0: asking. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Us. Um, <laughs> or a registered dietitian, or anyone else that I've ever had on my my um, show. But it's like, ask, and like also invest in yourself. If you're actually concerned with your mental health, if you're actually concerned with your diet or some type of medical problem, invest in yourself and hire someone to help you. Because yeah. going online and seeking instagram facts or pinterest or youtube videos it's not specific to you yes it's good advice some of it um yeah. not all of it but good tips and tricks and things like that but you need something that's specific to your own body because everyone's if
2: you're body is do
1: research thing. please use like a credible don't go to just google if you're going to google something at least use like google scholar but like go to like scholar. pubmed
0: pubmed yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <I'm the> best. <laughs> i've it's been way too little- much on pubmed Oh, yeah, go to credible websites. If you are a college student, your university, use their library website because they have like a whole uh, website of freaking resources and like EBSCO host. And usually you can do like interlibrary loans of books now because you can't really go to the library. And it's like, use good sources specific to you, not just everyone else in America, because right. you can't eat gluten, but I can. So why would I look up? why would you look up things that aren't gluten-free? Why would I look up things that are gluten-free? Right. Because that's not specific to me.
0: Exactly. And so many people think too, like just touching on the gluten-free topic, it's like gluten-free does not equal healthier. Like not at all. Like it's still just as preserved- Like if I eat gluten-free cookies versus you eating normal cookies, it's still just as preserved and processed as the normal yeah, cookie.
1: It, it's still a cookie. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's still a cookie. It's just made with different kind of flour.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I that I think took me the longest was to stop associating like certain words with healthier. Like, Oh, it's gluten-free. Oh, it's low fat. By the way, if it's low fat. It's high carb. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> Cause that's always exactly. how it works. It's like, they have to balance it out somehow. And because just because it says it's cauliflower rice does not make it better than regular rice. Yeah. Literally, you just need Vegetables.
0: <laughs> literally the cauliflower rice. Um, I know Chipotle just got cauliflower rice too, and I've got it a couple times just to see oh, one. I, I, I tried it cause I was like, huh? Cause I sometimes like to get like double beans and stuff, even like I love oh. beans and like beans are pro- carbs and protein. So I know I'm still getting a good source of carbs there and I get the corn salsa too. Yeah, so. Especially
1: being vegetarian.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I got it one time and <sighs> you know how sometimes the rice like absorbs like some of the stuff it didn't do that. So it was kind of soupier. I didn't love it. I was like, okay, I'm going back to my rice next time. Like, I'm just going to get my rice.
1: I've had like the Trader Joe's like frozen bag of cauliflower rice. I haven't tried that. I liked it, but it was like, whenever I started eating, I started eating it because I was like, oh, it's healthier. And it's like, not really.
0: (laughs) it's Literally. Yeah. It's just another veggie, but like, you're also excluding that macronutrient that your body needs.
1: Yeah. It's like, okay, well, guess what? Vegetables still carbs.
0: Yep exactly exactly and that's Same what about. that's about the keto diet is that people cut out carbs and fruit or vegetables and fruit and stuff
1: oh my god remember whenever they used to tell us like fruit was bad for you fruit because mm-hmm. it's a
2: carbon okay, I, I
0: posted something the other day i was like you can't maybe maybe i drafted it i don't know if i posted it or not yet i'll look and see but um literally it's like you aren't going to gain weight from eating too many bananas
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my I God.
0: haven't posted it yet. But I was like, you're literally not going to gain weight from eating too many bananas.
1: No, yeah. our thing is like, since I'm like, since I'm doing so many far it's like I can't have any cheat meals. So it's like right now I'm not eating my ice cream. So we've like re- basically replaced it with like, now we just have a fruit
2: bowl. Yeah.
0: Or even fruit like bowl. banana and ice cream. You can like totally blend up mm-hmm. frozen mm-hmm. bananas and it l- put some cacao powder in it. It tastes like ice cream. Oh,
1: yeah. And it's like, we'll just do a pick-ass bowl of fruit with a little bit of honey on there. It's like, perfect. That cures my sweet tooth. You know what else you should try? I'm not sure
0: if I've talked about it on here or not yet, but frozen blueberries with a little bit of granola, some honey, and then milk. And then literally, whenever the milk milk hits the blueberries, it like kind of freezes the milk. So it almost turns into like an ice cream kind of slush sort of
1: thing. So good. Definitely. Well, and it's like, I think that's what like, I guess, not old diet culture, because it still happens. What they didn't tell us is, like, it's all about just finding alternatives. It's not about cutting things out. It's about, hey, well, today, you know, I think I'm feeling a little, oh my god, ladies, if you're on your period, give yourself some leeway. You're, you're going to do stuff right now.
0: Chocolate is my go-to, like Lentland Doors and Reese's. Oof.
1: This is in my desk right now that I cannot have and I'm very oh, sad yum yum workside chocolate raspberries of chocolates yeah oh yeah and it's in it should not be in my desk but here we are because I am a snacker whenever I study yeah <laughs> but it's like no one ever told us like hey you know if you're just if you're trying to be really good you want to live a very healthy balanced diet it's like okay well guess what on friday you can have pizza but i mean you can't be complete trash the rest of the week unless it's just like one of those weeks
0: <laughs> right exactly No, it's all about finding balance and then getting education from proper sources. Um, And then like, literally, if, if anything's telling you to take something out of your diet, or you need to change the way you look because of something else like that's diet culture and completely ignore it. Like, we're trying so hard. I think our generation is the transition phase between our parents generation and the next generation. And it's like, Literally, I know how hard it is to want to listen because everyone wants to lose weight before summer and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, why? Really ask yourself why you're wanting to lose that weight.
1: Yeah. Like, are you doing it for you or are you doing it because someone told you to?
0: Exactly. Are you doing it because that's what society expects? And, and like, make sure whatever you're doing is making you happy. Don't go run 10 miles because that's what someone told you was going to make you lose weight. If you want to run 10 miles, make sure it's bringing you joy. If it's not, don't do it.
1: Yeah. Do whatever. Figure and guess what? If you find whatever type of workout that makes you happy, you're going to keep doing it because you enjoy it because now it's fun. Now it's not a chore that you have to do.
0: Exactly. And that might change. It might shift after a few months. Mm -hmm. You might want to try something else, and that's completely okay.
1: Yep. And it's like, I, one of my good friends, she has discovered bar classes and she absolutely loves them.
0: Oh, I went through that phase. I
1: loved bar for a while. She's obsessed with it right now. Yeah. (laughs) Which, and I'm like, more power to you, sister. I could never, but like and, if you like it you go
0: <laughs> yeah I loved it um the shake was real like I was that was like
1: okay. that's, that's what, what she was she's like I sat down after class and the instructor was like are you okay she's like, no no I'm not actually I'm not I'm not good
0: <laughs> it's a really good workout yeah
1: oh yeah but it's like in the same thing goes with your diet if you are not happy with your diet then change it right exactly in the chicken brown rice and broccoli phase and you're miserable then change,
0: change. it <laughs> change it literally switch it up um, try new foods rather than taking things out, yeah. try adding new things in. So like, if you don't normally eat zucchini, I don't know, for example, try yeah. adding zucchini. in. if you don't normally eat, um, quinoa, try adding quinoa in, like it. add some things into your diet that are, that are different versus taking it away. It's a glass half full versus glass half empty mentality, the way of look at it. And so add things in, don't mm-hmm. take things away.
1: And it's like, try a different source of protein because I know a lot of people are scared of like anything that's they're like oh I need a lean protein it's like not all the time because your body still does require right a sign of fats to right. function and it's like in females females y'all need fats right because it helps yeah. your hormones
0: and even with me like coming from vegetarian background and stuff like tofu tofu is a mm-hmm. great source of protein but it's also loaded with fats so it's yep. like that's the same as, well, it's not the exact same as having like red meat, but like you're also getting the source of fat. So if you're, if you're going to tofu to avoid the fat of that, you're still getting fats. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it just, no, it's just not meat. <laughs> exactly. It just depends on where you want to get the sources from and what satisfies your craving and works for your body best.
1: Exactly. And it's like um, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, she, I follow her, and she does a lot of really good talks about like why because people have been scared of red meat forever, and they're like, oh my god, red meat is horrible for you, and is it great in excess? No, but nothing is great in excess, Yeah. but she does a lot of talks on, like, the benefits of red meat, and especially the benefits of protein, because people get scared of protein, because it goes back to the, like, lifting weights and getting bulky, right, so like, oh, if I eat a ton of protein, then I'm just, I'm gonna get bulky and get fat, it's like, no, you need too much of anything, you're gonna gain weight, because you're in a you
2: excess.
0: Eat, <laughs> yeah you could eat too many carrots and it would do something like we well, put yeah. orange but yeah. like it'd take a lot of carrots but like yeah it might take less of eating too many burgers to gain more mm-hmm. weight but like still if you could still get that result with eating anything
1: yeah exactly i could drink enough coffee throughout the day and put myself in an excess
0: exactly and so that's the point it's like everything in moderation eat what you want satisfy your cravings and don't like literally give yourself a break. Like you deserve relax. to
1: eat things that make you happy.
0: <laughs> exactly. Relax. I feel like that's like the main thing with getting rid of diet culture. It's like, do what makes you happy and stop holding yourself to these like standards that society puts on us. Cause
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's pointless. It's not going to make you happy. It's not really going to make anyone else happy no matter what you think. Cause they don't really care.
1: Um, no, no one cares what you're doing except for you
0: exactly it's to stop trying to please everyone
1: else yeah which is like as a I think it's like I went from the person in high school who was like oh I don't care what people think and I was secretly trying to please like everyone yep. and now it's like if you meet me I will be the nicest person to you but I do not care how it comes off I'm like you know what I am I will be your best friend but I will not bullshit you at all
0: you're just gonna be you
1: yeah. It's like, I will be unapologetically me because it's taken me so long to be okay with that.
0: Right. Exactly. And it feels so freeing when you get to that point and without feeling like you have to please everyone else, like you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Cause it's like, guess what? All of the fitness influencers that you follow on Instagram and TikTok and whatever other platforms there are, most of them are not going to see what you post. Yeah. them mm-hmm. do not know you, nor do they care. Yeah. And I mean if y'all want us to see anything, just tag us and we will probably both comment and like on it yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> what we do. you
0: are gonna get us our, our attention. But like yeah. if not, we're probably not gonna see it. And yeah. like everyone in the health and fitness game pretty much like is so focused on themselves. Like we're working on yeah. ourselves, we're working to build ourselves, our nutrition, our fitness and stuff. And that's why like even in the gym, like don't worry about what people are thinking about you, no one's looking.
1: Yeah, like if you want to film your workout, just film it. If you don't want to film your workout, don't film it. If you want to wear a sports bra or a tank top and it's like you do not have to be a certain weight to wear a sports bra on the gym.
0: Oh my god, I know. Yeah. Literally do whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah, no 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 one cares except you. You're the only one that's criticizing it.
0: Right. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Well so that was a lot about diet culture. I loved talking about that. We could literally talk forever about that, but the same um,
1: person because we've done the same thing we've
0: literally been through it we've been through it um we've been through it so we're trying to help you guys not have to go through it so yes, no. um but i like to ask all my guests three fun questions just at the end of every episode um so the first one being what is your favorite food of course i know you kind of touched on avocados a minute ago but
1: <laughs> i i love avocados other than that it's like i i love fruit i really do like i Peanut butter and apples, classic staple.
0: Yeah, staple. Awesome. My favorite thing for, like, peanut butter and apples, I love getting Greek yogurt and then PB Fit and then mixing them. So, one, Mm -hmm. it's bigger substance. Like, it's more. It's healthier. And then it's higher in protein and stuff, too. But it just tastes so good with the apple.
1: We actually just said that we're out of powdered peanut butter right now. so. (laughs) I love it. It's
0: so good. Um, Okay, next question is, what is your favorite form of exercise?
1: Um, I love CrossFit. I love weight training. I like the high intensity. I like it to go fast. I feel like I do a whole lot in an hour, and it's like, usually our workouts only, our actual workouts are only about 8 to 15 minutes, maybe like 30 minutes on an endurance day, but I like it because it goes fast. It's fun, and it's, it's never the same. I also love it because I can go to the gym and I don't have to think of anything. Cause I think of other things whenever I want to film actual workouts. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't want to think, I want to go in and I want to have my coach say, this is what we're doing today. But it's like, It keeps me thinking and it keeps me working right. on different muscle groups. And it re- surprise your muscles every once in a while, Right. do things that you're not good at and do things that you're not used to. Because then if you ever feel like you're in like some kind of exercise plateau, it, think of, like, I always think, of like, my leg day, because I have a leg day routine, but it's, like, okay, we'll switch up RDLs for, like, good mornings, and do different exercises that can still work that same muscle group, but you're not used to it. You're not just going through the motions.
0: No, totally, because it's also going to change up, like, the way your physique is too. in the long mm-hmm. run, if you switch things up, like one, you might be way sore the next day, like you really oh, probably yeah. going to because anytime you work those smaller muscle groups that you aren't used to working, woo, it hurts, especially on that second day. But oh, yeah. it's like a good, hurt. A bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like a good hurt. Um, okay, so my last question is, what keeps you motivated to do what you do and live the lifestyle that you do?
1: Oh man. It's like, and I, it's such a loaded question because it's like at one point in your training, you get to the point where it's like, am I always motivated? Absolutely freaking not. Like there is a day, I think it was Saturday. We laid on the couch because that's what I wanted to do. I needed a mental health day. We started watching Mad Men and we lay on the couch all day. (laughs) And, but like what really keeps me going, one is y'all because it's like I want to put out good stuff for you guys to like see mm-hmm. and see like hey I'm a normal like if you look at anything I've ever posted it's like I post a lot without makeup because I just don't usually wear a lot of makeup I and never
0: <laughs> wear makeup in my pictures I've talked about that before like I literally never get ready unless it's like I'm already ready for the day and I take a picture but like I don't ever
1: put makeup on like I'm not I'm gonna put it like if I'm gonna take a picture right now I'd probably throw in some trash shampoo because this is ratty but that's it
2: <laughs> yeah and it's like
1: y'all keep me motivated anyone that like follows me and like because I have people that have told me and they're like oh my god like I started working out because of you like started eating well and I get cried the first time someone sent me that because I was like oh my heart I feel so good uh-huh. and it's like thinking of for me this helped me a lot whenever I was first starting out write your goal down in like each like somewhere you can see it like your affirmation here and it's like write it down because it's like okay that's going to keep me going forward because it's like okay well if I like currently my goal right now is I want to get really good at double unders because I'm terrible at them I have like welts on my arm because I was practicing yesterday and then I want to get like right now I can do four good strict pull-ups in a row and it's like I want to be able to just bang out a bunch of pull-ups
0: dang girl that's impressive I can't even do one pull-up but I also don't practice pull-ups
1: so I told myself that I was going to get it by my birthday last year Uh And so I I think I started in like July and I did a pull-up or a pull-up variation every day until like my birthday in September.
0: Yeah. See, I need to do that because that's like, that's a big one. Push-ups were my thing last year. I was like, I need to get to where I can like do like consistent amount of push-ups.
1: Solid push-ups.
0: Yeah. Solid push-ups
1: at home. Please watch yourself because there are bad ways to do push-ups that will hurt your pecs.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I, my, I'm so bad. Like my, left arm is way weaker than my right arm. So whenever I go oh. up, it's like this one goes first and then, <laughs> then it follows. And I'm like, okay, I've got to work on that. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: But it's like, like writing my goal down and actually being able to see it every day. Like I actually just got a new planner and it's like a three. I was actually, I was going to post about it today, but I was not putting on makeup for a post today. Sorry guys.
2: Yeah.
1: And it has like three sections in it. It has a mindset section, a wellness section, and like a progress section. And it's like being able to write it down. And whenever you write things down, it just, it's a different mind muscle connection rather than just like saying it to yourself. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get better at double unders and I want to get more pull-ups in a row just because I like being able to do bodyweight exercises right. because to me, it's practical application.
2: Yeah. No but it's like,
1: no. And you'll get to the point where you're not motivated at all. And you know what? That's okay. And if you want to go to the gym anyways, because you're like, I'm going to go do it Good. Go do it. If you lose motivation, you're like, I'm going to sit on my couch today. Go sit on your couch.
0: (laughs) No, literally you guys just being like super transparent. Like as I have been in the past like week of my like stressful life, I don't think I've been to the gym in a week. And like, but I'm allowing that to be okay for myself. Like I know like past Lex would be having like another anxiety attack on top of everything else because I wasn't going to the gym. But now I know that like, okay, one, I'm not eating properly like I should be. So therefore, if I go to the gym, I might hurt myself. I'm probably Mm -hmm. not going to be strong or have much like strength behind me to even do a full workout. Two, I'm exhausted and I would rather just lay on my couch and watch some Bravo TV. And that is okay. I can do that.
1: Because you know what? You just need to take time. And And I think that that's not even in diet culture, but in like fitness culture in general, it's become a oh, you have to be disciplined. You have to go every single day. And I've said that before. Like, I know I have. Been there. And it's like, discipline does play a part. But I always say, like, if you are going towards a specific goal, if you are competing in a bikini competition, if you are, if you have set a goal for yourself, it's like, then that's whenever discipline really comes into play. If you are doing it just because you're trying to create a healthier lifestyle and live a healthier life because it's good for you, yeah, lay on the couch for a day. It's going to be okay because the gym will still be there tomorrow.
0: No, literally you guys, I was looking at my, cause I wear an Apple watch. You guys know that. And I don't necessarily fully track or get too stressed out about my rings anymore, but I used to get really stressed out about my rings. I stopped
1: wearing one because of that.
0: Yeah. But I literally have closed my, closed my rings. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven days. And it's March 16th. That's all like, I'm showing you, like, it's literally, I haven't done anything. And that's okay with me. Like that used to be like, I that
2: would, man. Yeah. Are hard. <laughs> that would
0: put me through the roof. Like I, I used to be like, Oh my gosh, now I have to double up each day to like make up for that. But like now I'm just kind of like, you're going through a lot right now. Like homie, give yourself a break. Like it is okay. And yeah. for anyone listening, if you're going through a lot too, and like you're stressed out, your anxiety, you've got things going on in your personal life. Like it is okay. I don't give a crap what the Instagram model that wears a size double zero tells you. It is okay. You don't have to go to the gym every single day and it's not going to ruin all of your progress. Like yeah. literally you're, you will be able to get back way faster. Muscle has memory. It really does. Oh, yeah. and you'll be able to get back there way faster than you ever expected.
1: Oh yeah. It's crazy how like, I, cause I used to do the same thing. I was like, oh my God, if I miss a day, then I'm gonna have to do double to make hope for it. Or if I, back whenever we were talking about, like, okay, well, I'm going to run X amount of miles today because I know I'm going to drink at the frat party tonight. So right.
2: Don't
1: do that. Don't do that to yourself.
0: No, give yourself a break. Um, let go of those diet culture mentalities. If you, like for me personally, it kind of helps sometimes if you write out like what diet culture mentalities that you think you are participate in and then literally like make note of it in your head. So next time you do it, you catch yourself and you're like, wait, no, like that's wrong. Cross okay. that off.
1: I don't need to just lose weight be- for summer just because it's summer and right. that's what I'm supposed to do.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So anyone out there struggling with diet culture, we hear you. We see you. We've, we're like, reach out, DM us. If you want to talk about it. Um, speaking of DM us, Reagan, go ahead and plug yourself. So they know where to find you. Uh-huh. Find Instagram, <laughs> uh,
1: my Instagram is our step dot fit. And it's the same thing on TikTok. I actually have been lacking on the TikTok game recently.
2: <laughs>
0: so I've been lacking uh, so bad, but I, I will been watching on everything. I was
1: in Texas for a week. Like I took, I took a minute
0: <laughs> exactly. And I'll make sure to tag her and everything in the description so you guys can just click on her um, name and go straight to it. If you guys missed that. But thank you so much for talking about this topic with me. I know we went on a little tangents here and there and stuff, but it was a really good conversation. And Hopefully everyone listening got something out of it, um, whether it was how to manage drinking your freshman year or diet culture or anything like that. We really hope this helps someone. And Reagan, thank you so much for doing it with me.
1: Absolutely. I'm glad I got to do it with you.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.